You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams and I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah. Hey Delany, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Doing great, yeah. Good. And so you've been on the podcast the previous two episodes and we've been talking about unit 16 and so we're going to continue today in unit 16 session three and last week we talked about Daniel and today we're also going to talk about Daniel and it's called Daniel served God and we're going to be in Daniel chapter five and so Sarah if you'll go ahead and talk about what the big idea for this session is this week sure so Jeremiah warned God's people that because of their sin, they would be taken away to Babylon. And we know that God's word came true and the king of Babylon destroyed Jerusalem and took some of the people away into exile. And one of those people who was taken away was Daniel. Last week, we learned that Daniel chose to be faithful to God and obey him, even in a foreign land. And this week, we will learn how God continued to be with Daniel and used him to help the king understand a message. Our Christ connection is God humbled the proud king of Babylon by taking away his kingdom. King Jesus willingly humbled himself by dying on the cross for our sin. God raised up Jesus and gave him honor forever. When we humble ourselves and trust in Jesus, God will raise us up to enjoy Jesus and his kingdom forever. Great. Thank you so much, Sarah. And now I want to highlight some of our preschool activities that our teachers may want to know about to provide some helpful hints or some extra tips as they are preparing for those. And so with our babies and toddlers, there is an activity called Match the Cups. For teachers, I want to mention that you may consider providing only a couple or three colors of cups For this activity, just to simplify the matching activity for the toddlers, it's okay if you only have two colors, that will help them to be able to be successful with this activity. So that's with babies and toddlers. Then with younger preschool, there's an activity called record the children saying the key passage phrase. Just a reminder to make sure to check with your church's security guidelines about recording audio with that and make sure to follow those as well. So check with your church leaders if you're unaware of what the policies are for that. And then for older preschool, there is an activity called write on the wall. Now, I know, Sarah, people are probably going, wait, did she just say write on the wall? Yeah, Delany, what's going on here? (laughs) I know people are like, I don't know what she does at her church, but we, you know, we teach children write on paper. And so you will be happy to know there's paper on the wall. So preschoolers are not actually writing on the actual wall itself, but on the paper. And so there's some other hints in there about ways that you can protect the wall as well to make sure that the colors, the marks don't get on the wall while the children are participating in the activity, but also make sure that you supervise that closely and remind the boys and girls as they're they're painting on that paper that's hanging on the wall, that they are painting on the actual paper. They'll enjoy that and the opportunity to be able to do a little unique activity with that. Then for preschool worship, there is an activity called Make Special Cups. Teachers, I would suggest that 
you try this activity in the cups to make sure that the marks will work on the actual cups prior to the session. We know that sometimes, you know, Sarah, when you get those paper cups, there's some that have that little film on it, almost like a gloss. And, you know, I would hate for teachers to go there and they use those washable markers or the crayons, you know, and the washable markers, it has that little, like, it, doesn't it has stay. a little imprint. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't say, like you <laughs> yeah. said, it wipes right off. Yeah. And so just to make sure the cups that you provide do not have that film on it, or either if they do, you have a plan for it, but make sure to try that out prior to the session. And so everyone will enjoy that activity rather than being disappointed by the end of it. Those are the preschool activities I wanted to highlight. And so Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about some of our kids' activities. Sure, so for younger kids, there's an activity called the Proud Will Fall. And this activity in the leader guide requires um, pillows for each group. But if finding pillows is challenging, or if you just like a different approach to this activity, leaders could have kids try and stack smaller wooden blocks on a wet paper towel. Two kids could hold the wet paper towel while the other kid stacks the blocks on top of it. Eventually, because the paper towel is wet, the towel is gonna rip. It's not gonna be able to hold the weight. And it's gonna illustrate the same point that we're hoping kids understand is that the pride will eventually fall, that no one who is proud will be able to stand forever. And then for midweek, there is an activity called uh, Prayer in Pictures. And this activity requires old magazines and pictures. So it might be helpful to check with your local library to see if they have any old magazines that they can give you to help kind of find all the necessary pictures that you need. That's a great example. And, and Sarah, I know even I personally was just thinking, I need to donate some magazines to, to our, our church's resource room. And so, you know, you may even check with different church members that have some magazines as well. Well, great. Thank you so much for sharing those tips. And so now let's go ahead and talk about something that excites us or stands out to us about this session. Yeah, this is a great session, but one thing I think that might be a little bit challenging for kids is to really understand what the words pride and humility mean. So it's going to be a session, I think, where leaders are going to have to define these terms. They're going to need to define what is pride, what is humility. And of course, in the Bible story, we see an example of pride with the king. And then with our Christ connection, we see what the ultimate example of humility looks like. But having a definition for kids to kind of understand will probably be helpful as well. And I think if you have the questions for kids videos that and you watch those together, Pastor Kevin answers what it means to be humble. And so that's another resource available for kids to kind of really grasp, okay, what does it mean to be humble? How can I show humility? And really what it comes down to is understanding what it means to be humble, to have humility is essential for our faith. Andrew Murray, he wrote a book on humility that I love. It's one of my probably top five books I've ever read. And he says in there, humility is simply the disposition which prepares the soul for living on trust. And so when, as kids come to understand what does it look like to be humble, how did Jesus show humility? What we're really hoping that they understand is that humility 
is a part of our faith. It's how we show our dependence and our trust on God and not on ourselves. So helping kids, again, to understand pride versus humility is going to also allow them to just understand the content of the Bible story more clearly. And again, it's going to really emphasize the humility of Jesus because, as we know, Jesus did trust God in all things. He is the ultimate example of faith for us, even to the point of death on the cross. Great words, Sarah. And, you know, that that's a great also insight to help our teachers know about a way that they can be prepared, especially about defining some of these terms. And I think, you know, naturally, since I teach preschoolers and I edit the preschool resources, that's initially, I think, okay, how am I going to teach this to the preschoolers in my class? And so I think one way I can do that and help them understand those terms is just to help them see that in this story, the king loved himself more than God. The king didn't think he needed to obey God. He didn't obey God because he, he didn't love him as much. He, he, the king loved himself, did what he wanted to do more than what God wanted. And so I think helping boys and girls understand that and then thinking about how does that translate for a preschooler or on a child's level? Help them to see what that means in their own lives. What does it mean that I love myself more than God? I mean, that's really confusing to say to a child. And so helping them see the importance of obeying God and the importance of obeying God because we love him. Really, this builds on from last session when we talked about how Daniel was faithful and and helping them see that he obeyed God by the foods that he ate and all that, but he did because he loved God. So even talking about more again this week about the importance of obeying God and helping them see that we need to love God more than anything and anyone. And so thank you so much, Sarah, for being a part of our episode. You always bring such great tips and great insight for our teachers. And so we want to thank you, teachers, for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids and Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.